Welcome to the New School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to turn the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. Welcome, ladies and gents, to a new episode of the New School of Success. My name here is Nick Maytash, and I have a good friend across the way, across the digital screen, that has some awesome, awesome feedback to read back to us because we love, love, love to share the amazing uh, reviews that our wonderful, beautiful listeners leave for us. And as you can tell, I'm giving you all of these lovely adjectives because I want you to know that we really we appreciate your we, we, reviews. We uh, love them so much. Our ego really loves them to an extent far greater than our heart does. But um, Julian is here to honor one I'm of those I'm not going to lie. Some, sometimes when I'm feeling blue, I run the bubble bath, light some candles, and I print out all the reviews and I just stick them all over my body. And I, and I just soak up your validation, listener. Mm, yeah. So really you could be the printed out review that I stick to my naked body. Picture that. Yeah, think about Sorry, that things, a took a, things took a dark turn there. Um, yes, we're not getting any more reviews. I know. Well, Nick, Nick can't even figure out the record button. So um, what if this isn't even recording? People may not even hear this. You big, you big technological, recording. you big dumb dumb. All right, anywho, <clears throat> we have a sweet, quick review from Mom Twins 22 Love the name. Could be talking about children. Maybe she's just got a big old set of boobies. I don't know. But Mom Twins 22 here we go. I'm two episodes in and loving this show. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Mom Twins. Absolutely love it. And if you want your review showcased on the beginning of a sweet, fun episode, you got to leave one, you big dummy. So press pause, take 90 seconds. Shit, we'll settle for 45 seconds. Leave a review, subscribe, uh, steal your spouse's phone, have them subscribe. Uh, your kids have iPhones subscribe and then take their phones away. They don't need them. Uh, but we need some subscribers. Not to sound needy, but, but you should let us. your kids listen to this because it's powerful stuff that they should probably be imprinting on their young brains. That Just is I do. That is true. That is true. Um, Except anywho, for the, the little mom twins thing that you just mentioned about the big boobies. That was they hang off my lady's chest. <laughs> oh, that is from the office, I believe. Uh, which we quote <laughs> often, so deal yes, with it. Yes, yes, uh, indeed. Okie dokie. So today we are talking about feelings. And I know that sounds like, I don't know, third grade something. I don't know. Like, I feel like I imagine sitting around a, a rainbow colored circle with a parachute in the middle in grade school talking about feelings. And while there's, yeah. you know, like, but we're actually going to talk about how Feelings are the key or the thing blocking you from massive happiness and success. And no one teaches us this. So that's why Nick and I are diving in today. Because at the end of this episode, you'll know exactly, A, how to navigate your own feelings so that you are a calmer, happier, more powerful person, just nicer to be around. But B, you'll know how to actually unlock your true potential because usually what holds us back is a feeling it's a negative feeling that's either repressed or suppressed or jammed down somewhere in our subconscious that is actually blocking us from receiving success and love and money and opportunity and high fives from strangers it is a repressed feeling so we're going to give you the whole landscape today we're going to give you the nitty-gritty one-two ditty on how to 
become a master of yourself. I think that's kind of what we do every episode. So, right? Right? Yeah, I I believe so. I think that's what we're here for. Most episodes. Even the Arnold Schwarzenegger episode. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen. Um, Mm -hmm. All right, Nick. So, let's talk. Okay. And, I mean, Nick's one of the, I mean, Nick is the, the emotions guy. Nick is the guy that will help you unlock your emotions. And for all our male listeners out there rolling their eyes saying, here we go, another flowery, woody, woody. No. By the end of this episode, you'll see that, again, unacknowledged feelings in your life are the things causing the pain, the suffering, the anxiety, the frustration, the feeling less than, the, the chasing of status and success to make yourself feel whole. All the things that we were programmed to do as young little, young little people. Um, you'll see that you'll really actually set yourself free. So Nick, give us the one, two, give us the rundown, give us the, give us the sitch on feelings, emotions. What Mm. are these things? Well, I mean, emotions are kind of like the spice of life, right? We're all going through these random events and, and these random circumstances. We have people in our lives, we have jobs and everything in between, but the emotions are what we, obviously they're what we feel. They're they're, they're the way that we kind of, um, create storylines and create substance in our life rather than just having these, you know, bland objects in front of you. And if we don't allow ourselves to understand them, feel them, acknowledge them, whether they be good or bad, whatever bucket you want to throw them in, we're kind of missing out on part of that substance. Um, The chum bucket. Sure. A big chum bucket. And the thing about it is too, like, yeah, I think the human, uh, like the the culture that we live in is, we want to be happy all the time. We're all mm-hmm. always chasing happiness, chasing some form of happiness. And sometimes we get wrapped up in the idea that the conditions that we have will give us that happiness. And obviously we've talked about that in, in depth on other episodes and we'll probably touch on that today. But I think something that is so, so important to talk about when it comes to the subject of emotions is that it is important to feel all of them, whether mm-hmm. they be good, bad, or ugly. Um, all of them have some form of purpose, something that you need to process or a lesson that you need to learn in that emotion. So whether that is frustration and anger or love and joy, like being able to be present with all of them and let mm-hmm. them in and let them be processed and let them be felt in a genuine way, it just deepens our experience and our connection to the one life that we have. Oh, and, yeah. there's, and like you said before, to the men out there that might think this is flowery, and obviously I, I coach men exclusively, this is the angle that I take with them. is like, we're going to play the emotional game. We're not going to talk about what you need to do by 6 a.m. every day. We're not going to talk about, you know, what, uh, what objectives you have on your weekly to-do list. Like that isn't of interest to me, at least not in the beginning, because I deeply uh, want men to understand, especially in women as well, because I think most humans are, are, are trying to run away from the negative emotions of, that we experience, is that if we can really get a grasp on one, how to process our emotions and move through them wherever they may land, whether they're on the negative side of the scale or the high side of the scale, like process them and then be able to proactively use them as a way to paint a vision of our future that actually inspires us to do something. Um, It becomes like this, it it literally becomes like this spice of life. It creates character for everything that we're going through. And it also just, again, just makes us feel keyword being feel more alive. And if you don't get how to process and get in there with those emotions and enjoy them and embrace them, you're fucked. (laughs) And you're going to end up, (laughs) you're going to end up either one, trying to chase or trying to run away from something that needs to be felt and just 
thinking that there's something out there that's going to fix you when there's yeah. not and waste a lot of time doing that. Or two, you're just going to kind of miss out on experiences and lessons that are going to yeah. help you grow to a place where it doesn't matter what the condition is. You know how to get back to a place that feels good to you. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a very large and general topic. And we are going to get loosey-goosey and fly all over the place here. But just sit down with a, a pen and paper and, and take down what, what hits the heart because that's yeah. what we're talking about today. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my intro to it. So, Julian, you, you monologue now. Yeah, long-winded much? Anywho. Uh, and you have another mug? What's in that mug? How many mugs do you have? What are you, just, are you double fisting beverages? <laughs> I started, with one. I started with one mug and it wasn't big enough. So I grabbed yes. another mug of coffee. Mom I'm having mug envy over here. But anyway, let me hit you with some stats and facts and figures. Right? In the last 20 years, we've as a society have probably made more technological advancement in the last 200 years. Fair to say in terms of technology, so. in terms of our access to information, in terms of our access to comforts and uh, mobility. And in, like I said, information, like, dude, there's more information than ever. There's more apps than ever about um, geared towards wellness and happiness, right? Whether it's a fitness app or a meditation app or, you know, YouTube, there's literally millions of hours of self-development on there. We have new modalities of healing holistically, all of these things. Yet the crazy thing is the suicide rate has not changed. Every 16 minutes, I think it is, someone kills themselves, right? Why? Why is that? We have more shit than ever, mm -hmm. right? As a society, we have access to more shit than ever, more stuff, more comforts, more apps, more connectivity, more cameras on our phones. Like we have more cool, flashy shit than ever and access to apps and information than ever yet. Humans are still taking their life at the exact same rate. That goes to show you that the answer is not in the things out there. The answer is not in the things out there. No. It's an inside game. Always success is an inside game. So that's why Nick and I are so passionate about this. We like to have a good time and be loosey goosey and drink caffeine and talk to you, but we really give a shit about this because there's, there's just so much useless suffering going on because no one, <clears throat> excuse me, ever teaches us how to turn our feelings into their positive counterpart, which is why negative feelings exist in the first place. So, and something Nick mentioned very powerfully, because you know, Every now and then, out of his babbling nonsense, like one or two things is bound to stick. So that's kind of why I keep talking, hoping that something <laughs> slips out. <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me, I there. Like that Michael Scott, when I start talking, I don't really know where I'm going, but so, <laughs> sometimes it works. That's two office references thus far. We're on a record here. Bing, um, bang, boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Off Milady's chest. Anywho, so what Nick said was a lot of us will actually have this repressed feeling. And this is not like this is the hyper successful people that a lot of us look up to. They've just gotten very good at achieving stuff to try to numb a repressed feeling. So there's a lot of people out there, especially in the, the macho entrepreneurial world with, hey, I'm going to nonchalantly do this video with this Lamborghini in the background. Hope you don't notice it slash I hope you do slash look at my watch. Right. A lot of people like they're trying, they, they feel this deep inadequacy, this deep shame, this deep guilt that they either don't know it's there or they don't know why it's there. So they pretend it's not there. And that's why they actually overcompensate and go and do all this shit. And while it's cool to accomplish stuff and bring your goals to life, that's not what we're saying not to do. If you're doing it because you're trying to fill a cup with a hole in the bottom that will never actually be full, you'll waste a lot of time and energy and you'll become super stressed out and you won't treat the people in your life the way they deserve to be treated. You won't treat yourself the way you deserve to be treated. So 
for all the hustlers and the grinders and the success chasers, slow down and listen up. We, emotions exist to communicate things to us. That's really it, right? Because like Nick said, if there weren't emotions, if there weren't feelings, everything would just be bland. Mm-hmm. Everything would just be Boston Market rotisserie chicken. Just like, oh. You're, wow. like, you're like, dude, I want spaghetti and meatballs. I want hot chicken wings. You're like, you get this rotisserie chicken today and every day because, because there are no feelings, right? So our feelings are, are allowing us to know like what aligns with us, what doesn't. But here's a little ditty that I figured out recently that I want to share with you. Every negative emotion that you experience is trying to guide your awareness to a lie that you are believing is true. Let that one sink in, right? So say it again for the people. Every negative emotion you feel is trying to guide your awareness to a lie that you are holding onto is true. So let's take shame, for example. A lot of us have a lot of repressed shame right? We're an innocent kid. We're doing the best we can. We don't know the rules of society. We act out, we get punished. We are made to feel like there's part of us that deserves to be kept away. It has to be locked away because when we put it on display, we're punished. Therefore, we develop shame. We're innocent at that time. We weren't doing that on purpose, yet we were made to feel shame. So excuse me. That feeling locks into our body. We learn it as an emotional state. Our body creates the hormones and neurochemistry to match it. It becomes part of us. Now, as a grown-up, a lot of that shame still lingers below the surface. And we either choose to suppress it, which means we actively pretend it's not there or push it down, or our subconscious mind can repress it, meaning... We don't even know it's there anymore. It's just bubbling below the surface. We can feel it. We're aware of it. It can be triggered. But if someone walked up to you on the street and was like, hey, are you actively suppressing shame? You'd be like, I don't think so. I feel great. Yeah, I feel great. But yeah, I do get really nervous and doubt myself. And I have a tendency to people please. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you're repressing shame. You deep down are holding yourself as less than. Therefore, you have this unconscious need to please others to earn their validation so that you can try to disprove this shame that can't be disproven because it's just a feeling you haven't let go of yet. So a lot of us, a lot of us are personality traits that we don't like. I'm an anxious person. Uh, uh, I struggle with consistency. Uh, I'm a people pleaser. I say yes when I know I should say no. I say no when I should say yes, all this stuff. The, the, the personality fairy didn't come and just give you a bad hand. There's repressed negative emotions that are manifesting in your unconscious tendencies because you simply haven't chosen to feel the feeling fully. And that's what we're going to show you how to do today. Isn't that cool? A lot of people pay us thousands of dollars for this. And here we are giving it to you free and easy, my friend. So we got Lisa, Greg, Jerry, Jamal, Octavius. Nice. Thanks, Octavius. Had a new listener. New listener, Octavius. Glad you're here. Um, and we're, we're going to teach you all about how to get into these emotions. And I think uh, ba- jumping off the um, repression, suppression mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. chat that you just opened up for us, I think um, something that is to be said of this is somebody might listen to, to some of the things that we're saying and say like, okay, I'm, I mean, yeah, I might have some feelings buried beneath me. I might have some stuff going on but I'm fine because I keep powering through and I keep finding a way through. And I, there's other things that I'm, I'm doing that are more important, whatever. And I think that um, something that I've come to understand and really start to believe is that like 
feelings that go unfelt and unaddressed can actually create physical uh, issues for you. Mm -hmm. Like the, the, I remember reading in a book one time, um, somebody, instead of writing the word disease as disease, they wrote dis dash ease. <laughs> and I've probably seen it in like 17 books since, but it was the first time that I saw it. And it came into my consciousness as like, oh, okay. So our diseases that we have, and these don't have to be, we're not talking like, we can talk about large scale diseases, but even just <clears throat> like little stuff like, oh, I pulled my back out or, oh, I, I, you know, have a cold when I'm supposed to be going to work to do this big presentation. Like it, these convenient, not convenient, inconvenient, I should say. Conveniently um, inconvenient. That, yes. Let's do that. Um, they, they show up as a, as a physical manifestation of us not being able to or not having the skill set of digging into the stuff that we are feeling in our body, but choose to just move through. Because it, it's just, if it's not addressed, it just becomes this festering, like emotional tumor that you're hanging on to. Yeah. And then yeah. that just manifests itself through mm -hmm. plenty of uh, physical just misfires. And we think that it's just something that's wrong with us. And it's just something that you got to look at. That's all. <laughs> yeah. And so, here, and here's the thing, what we hold to be true, we experience. Mm -hmm. I can't put it any clearer than that, right? We've talked about advanced theoretical quantum physics. We've talked about epigenetics. We've talked about cause and effect. We've talked about karma. We've talked about the law of attraction. Like there's a thousand different ways to skin this cat we call consciousness. But the thing that we hold deeply to be true will always show up. Now that becomes a problem when you're unconsciously repressing something <laughs> because the shit shows up and you're like, why? Why do people keep saying no to me on my sales calls? I'm trying to grow this really cool business. Why do keep people, people keep saying no? The only reason has nothing to do with your product. It has nothing to do with the offer. It has, like, it has nothing to do with the person on the other end of the phone or video, whatever, however you conduct sales people out there. It has to do with you and your consciousness. So if deep down, like we said, there's this unworthiness, there's this shame, there's this, there's this perceived inadequacy that you've never truly dug into, it will keep being reflected back to you in people telling you no. Not because you're inherently unvaluable or because you suck at what you do, but it's really truly impossible to operate freely from a place of power, from your, your true greatness, when you're repressing shame, guilt, fear, inadequacy, anxiety, pride, apathy, grief, all the negative things. It's impossible to fully experience the fullness of life when you are repressing these things that then have no other choice but to but to manifest into your life so you can experience that. Because life's, life's a big mirror. Life is a big mirror. So yeah. let's talk about, I mean, we talk about money. We talk about money mindset and wealth consciousness a lot. Like when someone isn't uh, experiencing the financial freedom and the income levels that they, that they want or deserve, if they're feeling really constricted financially, it's not, like you can point to my education or the market or Trump's taxes. Like you can point to all these things out there, but everything in your life, your finances included are just a direct reflection of what are you holding to be true about yourself consciously or unconsciously. So if you're unconsciously holding on to apathy and unworthiness, like, yeah, you'll experience poverty. You'll experience scarcity, not because you suck or because life doesn't like you. It's simply a repressed emotional state making itself known to you in your circumstantial reality. So that's why you should pay attention to your feeling because it mm -hmm. can make you money. <laughs> so, and then you can buy a jet ski. 
Feel your feelings, buy a jet ski, and then you'll always have a smile on your face. <laughs> That's my jet ski impression. Wonderful sound effects. Great job. Uh, but that. No. Wait, dis dash ease? Whoa! Wow. Blew my mind. Half my brain flew onto the wall. But yeah, so the, the more that we repress, the more that we keep it or suppress. Um, the, the less we're going to be operating at, at, the, at a place that we want to. Obviously, we have these desires, we have these goals. If you're listening to this podcast, you are interested in growing yourself, growing your business, whatever. Um, and if, if you're not willing to dig into that and look into that, then yeah, you're going to experience some blocks and some obstacles. You're stupid. You're stupid if you don't do that. All right. And if you feel a triggering in your chest, that's an emotion that you should be looking into. Boing, um, boing, boing. And I think something that is is very, it's powerful, but also something that your conscious brain, as you listen to this while you're driving or working out, can at least understand and, and then apply, is that if it's something that's like under the surface, haven't, hasn't been addressed in a while, um, whether it be, it was repressed, correct? When it was subconscious underneath the... Yes, yes okay. repressed. Okay. You're not fully aware it's there, but you get the gist that it is. Sure, right. Well, actually, whether it's suppressed or, or repressed, something that you have not addressed and it's kind of lingering underneath the surface of you, you and your conscious mind are going to have a hard time sifting through your stuff to kind of untie that. So this is where the power of one, having support in your life that can see these things and, and, and help you navigate it and have somebody to kind of sound these things off of you. So um, obviously look into that for yourself, whether it be Julian, myself or something else, find someone that can mirror back to you some of the things that you need to look into and, and help you in that process. But secondly, Something like meditation, where you can step outside of your conscious mind and sink into something that um, you don't have to go in with judgment, you don't have to go in with shame, you don't have to go in with the guilt that your conscious mind you know, will, will be triggered with as you try to address you know, that emotion that's been there since you were 15 and you got dumped or something. Like, you need to step out, have, a, have an access point to step outside of your conscious mind, whether it be through another person that can assist you or through meditation or just or some- both. Or both. Or both. Ooh. Or some modality that allows you to- Wait, dis-ease? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. We are losing subscribers by the minute because of Julian's antics. It's but, the jet ski. All right, sorry. Yes, but you- your conscious mind is not going to want to do battle with your subconscious mind that's been running the show for your whole life. Like it's, although it, the show, although your conscious mind is the thing that you know and the, the thing about you that you know to be true, your subconscious mind's like a heavyweight champion and your conscious mind's like this little dude. It's like, hey, I got an idea. You want to you wanna see if that, no? Okay, great. So like you have to be able to step us outside the consciousness that is just looking at the mirror right now or listening to this podcast. Yeah that you can really dig into it because otherwise it's going to be very surface level. You're not going to really get to the depth that needs to be untied um, to actually do something with it. And I got something to say to you, listener. If you're like, well, what is it? What is the feeling? What is the negative feeling that maybe I'm repressing or suppressing that is creating huge limitations in my life? I mean, what negative state are you in most often, right? I used to experience anxiety in the morning before my day even started. Like there was nothing actually like, it's not like there was a big bear trying to kill me in the morning and I should experience anxiety, but I was just like, I would wake up and I'd hop in the shower and boom, anxiety is like, what's up dude, I'm back. Like, oh, I guess the, here we go again, right? Uh. 
(laughs) And ride that Bronco for a bit. (laughs) Ride that Bronco for a bit. And uh, what, what really is happening is, and anybody who's familiar with the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza, you'll, you'll, you'll jam with this. Um, you've just practiced it a lot. Yeah. You've practiced it so much that it's, it's immersed into your landscape, right? You, you've almost normalized it to the point where you're like, oh, this is my personality. So when you wake up and you feel the anxiety or you feel the self-doubt or you feel the worry, oh my God, how's today going to go? Is it going to go right? Is it going to go wrong? Do I have enough? Will I be enough? Oh my God, what about my uncle? Is my uncle going to be fine? Oh, I've got to take the, the cat to the vet. That's probably going to go wrong too. This really negative predisposition, whatever it is. Like when it happens enough, we just tell ourselves, oh, that's just my personality. It's just who I am. Darn. No, it's not. You learned that. You may not have consented to it. It may have been taught to you at a young age when you didn't want to do it. You were innocent, but it was chosen for you. So it's not your fault, but it, it, it's your responsibility to say, wait a minute, does this add a lot of value to my life? Does being anxious, does being doubtful, does repressing unworthiness, does judging myself and others, like does it add a ton of value to your life? Okay. Did it add a ton of value to your life yesterday? How about last week? How about last year? The answer is consistently no. It doesn't add tons of value and fun to your life. You got to choose differently. You got to choose to do this inner work or else it's just going to run on autopilot. That's -hmm. simply the truth. That's why Nick and I are coaches. That's why we do what we do. That's why we have this podcast. That's why we put out free content every single day because we want to remind you guys that you have a choice, but nothing changes if nothing changes. So understand like you know if it is anxiety and we live in a society where it's like normalized it's like just shut up drink more iced coffee shut up just scroll through instagram pretend it's not there deal with it later um shit (laughs) yeah when in reality like mm -mm. because every day that you exist pretending that this is your personality it actually gets further ingrained you get better at pretending that you're anxious or you get better at pretending you're depressed or you get better at pretending that things are okay but they're going to be even better once you get the next thing the next promotion the next client the next car the next vacation right Right. that's a you don't win that game so no you don't right like the ego can never be satisfied it's a that's a marathon that never ends yeah yeah it's like you're at Golden Corral and you're trying to finish all the food and then they bring out another thing and you're like, no more corn dogs. No, um, can't win. Can't win. <laughs> this episode brought to you by our sponsors, Golden Corral. <laughs> They'll kill a, you with corn dogs. That's a beautiful visual of like <laughs> how it's never over and it will never be done. Like, oh no. They're like, and spare ribs. You're like, no. Um, but mac and cheese. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, we're not sponsored by Golden Corral. But if you know somebody, help us out. (laughs) Help us out. Get us some coupons. Uh, But anyway, guys, ladies, there's a way through this. There's a way through this. You don't have to just become a victim of a learned emotional state that you never consented to that you learned when you were younger. That's not why you were put on this earth. Would you agree, Nicholas? That's not why we're here. Mm, yeah, we're not here to just kind of figure it out until it's all over. Like, figure it out now. Get to the source of this. And, and we've talked about this too before. Like, you are the cause of your life. And if you need mm-hmm. to move through it and create a, a more powerful cause, more powerful source of everything you're trying to create, it has to start from a 
like a clean slate of like enoughness, worthiness. And that only gets cleaned up and cleared out by you digging into some of the stuff, the patterns that have given you some tension in your chest, given you like this feeling that I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough or I'm not loved and all of that stuff, whether it be an experience that you had that your mind has now convinced you is going to be a pattern that will continue for the rest of your life or whatever it may be, like it has to be addressed or you're just going to keep carrying this very large luggage with you through every experience you have and you'll probably pick up more luggage along the way. But if you can understand that digging into the emotional state that you have is the most powerful thing that you can do in this moment to move forward powerfully, like you can start to, to really move forward, not with the baggage, but a little bit more freely, a little bit lighter. Um, something that actually a client of mine asked me the other day, because we were talking about emotions, as, as Julian said, I'm kind of the emotional guy. Um, we were talking about how important it is to call it what it is. Like if you're feeling some way, if you're feeling angry, cool, call it. If you're feeling anxious, call it, instead of trying to pretend like it's not there, because that is, like it's like shadow boxing. It, it'll find you. It'll get you. Um, and he was talking about anger specifically. And he's like, okay, so what I do is I write down that I'm angry and then I come back to it at the end of the day. And I suggest him like, that's not bad. Like it's good to kind of call it, but we also should take a moment and understand that if you can process it and understand it and really kind of work through it in like three to five minutes, that's going to free up the rest of your day to not carry that anger with you and, and it's gonna create better results for you. So if you kind of scale that out to your life, if you've got this stuff, whether it be shame or guilt or uh, you know worthiness stuff that you've been hanging on to, you might think that at some point I can come back to this. I'll readdress this in a couple of years when maybe I'm, I'm done with school or maybe after the business gets off the ground, I can finally have some space to work on this, but I promise you, addressing it in the here and now since this is the only moment you have will just make the next couple of years whatever that timeline is that you're waiting to do this work um it's going to make it lighter it's going to make it more powerful you're going to be able to create more because you, again you're coming from a clean slate um and yeah just i i know that it's kind of since this is a kind of a loosey-goosey episode we're talking about feelings and it feels vague like oh what feelings are my feelings if you're feeling something right now as we're talking about like this stuff that you've been carrying around, use that as feedback. Use that signal to say, okay, so I'm feeling something in my body. There's something that's actually being triggered within me as they're talking about how these feelings are going to hold me back. And there's like this almost uh, ego side of me. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to power through. I'm going to keep pushing. Don't. <laughs> like, let this be a signal that maybe this is the day you stop doing that. And even if it means reaching out to Julian or to myself and being like, hey, guys, um, this freaking podcast, real triggering for me, but I also now understand that I probably have some work to do. Like Julian and I can help you with that. Like I said, it, it, it helps to have someone or some modality that allows you to step outside of who you believe yourself to be. Um, but do it now, don't wait. <clears throat> Just makes things yeah. better as you clean it up now rather than waiting. Yeah, one thing, you said it's like shadow boxing. <laughs> always oh, coming to get you what is what is that I not that was like a michael scott thing i just started talking <laughs> okay so i just i was just like what, what, is, you, what? i was like who's shadow boxing who is 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 there some just blink twice if you need me to come to buffalo and save you nick is somebody bullying you i mean rochester uh, rochester yeah so let's leave you with one technique we'll we'll start to wrap up this loosey goosiness because this could go all day me and nick are really really riding the bull red bull um but uh 
next time, just like Nick was saying, the next time you're, you catch wind that you're feeling something negative, the typical thing we do is, I don't have time for this, or the crazy thing is we experience negative emotion about experiencing negative emotion. We feel mm. guilt about feeling shame. We feel shame about feeling anxiety. We feel doubt about feeling fear. We feel uh, grief about, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of cool little ways right. that our brain- you Like compound like, the negative emotion and it yeah, just yeah, gets yeah. you down this rabbit hole. And so hole. it's like, what if, what if finally, for the first time in a while, you just sat and chose to be super anxious? You just chose to be as anxious as you could possibly be. Like- there's no anxiety monster coming to get you the second you finally decide to listen to your body and choose to be with the feeling. Mm -hmm. Nothing's coming to get you. It's a feeling. Energy is like water. Energy, or sorry, emotions. Emotions are energy. So is water. Everything is energy. But like water wants to flow. If you, if you pool up water, if you block water, it gets all stagnant and nasty, right? Your emotions are the same. They, like anxiety doesn't want to just bully you around for the rest of your life. Anxiety is trying to call attention to something in your life that is out of alignment. Listen to it. Choose to feel it. Choose to feel it. Like turn it up to 10. Mm -hmm. Sit in your chair and be like, I'm going to be as anxious as possible until this runs its course. And I like to picture myself as a big old chimney and all the dark negative stuff is like this dark smoke in the bottom. And I open up the flume. Just learned that word today. I open up the flume and I let the smoke come out and I let it dissipate into steam or something lighter and cleaner. And eventually it just leaves. It just reabsorbs back into the ether from which it came. We're all stardust. So, and, and like when you do this, it's called the letting go method, perfected by Dr. David Hawkins. Letting go, mm -hmm. an amazing book. Give it a read. Um, but like they've measured people's neurological growth after using this method, it literally changes your brain so you're happier and more powerful. They've measured people's neurochemistry, their hormonal balance, cortisol goes down, serotonin levels, oxyto oxytocin is what it's called, uh, GABA, testosterone, like all these hormones associated with balance and feeling well and vigor, they all go up. And all of these things associated with stress and suppressed immune systems, they all go down. So like literally start surrendering some of this shit. It was meant to be felt fully once and surrendered. Negative feelings aren't your personality. They're meant to be felt in their entirety and surrendered into their positive counterpart. So yeah, like there's no other way to do it but that unless you get a lobotomy, but then you just turn into a weird guy or girl. Yeah, and then you won't remember anything that you yeah. actually cherish about your past. Yeah. So yeah. there's that. Have you ever seen that movie, The Cuckoo's Nest, where they do lobotomies? I have not. What? I think Bill Murray's in it. Who the whatever. Anyway, don't get a lobotomy. We were kidding. Um, yeah. but that is the tangible takeaway is tangible taco takeaway. Tangible taco takeaway. Sit with whatever it is. If you're feeling shame, cool. Sit with it. What am I actually ashamed of? I mean, it's a lie. You have nothing to be ashamed of because even if there is something that you think you need to be ashamed of, you were just doing your best version of whatever you were doing in that moment of time with what you knew. We're all unfolding. So there's actually nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be anxious about. Like worrying about things creates the thing we worry about. That's how powerful we are. So it's like, if you can start to pick and choose these feelings instead of letting them kind of like chase you around, your body will let go of them. And then imagine like, what would your life be without doubt? What would your life be without unworthiness that you have to mask with overachievement? What would your life be like without uh, anxiety or 
um, depression or all these fun things that we hold on to longer than we need to, what would it be like? Probably pretty cool. Probably pretty sweet. Probably a lot more water slides and jet skis. Um, I don't know. You tell me, listener. You tell me. So that's what I got. Chime in. I can't wait to meet Octavius. Oh, come to, I'll send you my address, Octavius. You leave us a review. I got a room for you to stay in. He probably Um, lives in Austin. He feels like an Austin guy. He does. He's probably paddleboarding on Ladybird Lake right now, listening remote. I'm like, dude, don't get your headphones wet. He's like, why are you talking to me on this podcast? All right, Nick, wrap it up because I'm losing my mind. Okay. So my tangible taco takeaway, um, it's it's a resource that I use with my clients and I'll link it into the show notes, but it's... um, It's this emotional scale. So there's this thing that Abraham Hicks, and if you guys have never jammed on Abraham Hicks, it's a woman who channels the spirit. and then Abraham talks. is the spirit. Esther Correct. is the woman. Esther, yes. Um, but the combination of the two have come up with this scale. I've seen it all over the internet, and I've, I've found it uh, in this one specific spot that I will share in the, the show notes, like I've said. So it has a list of 22 emotions. At the top, you have all the emotions that are feel-good emotions. You've got joy and passion and enthusiasm. And at the bottom of this, at number 22, you have like fear and grief and depression and so on and so forth. So the way that I use this with my clients and the way I'll communicate it to you as our tangible taco takeaway mm. is that one, when you're feeling something, wherever it may be on this scale, to look at the, the scale and, and call it for what it is. So if you're feeling anger, which is number 17, BS, um, to just say, okay, this is where I'm at. And I think what is powerful in, in, so Julian just spoke to like feeling the feeling. And of course you need to feel the feeling, otherwise it's gonna stay with you. It's gonna hang out and, and kind of mess with you a bit. So feel the feeling, stay with that, call the anger what it is and say, okay, I'm angry. What am I angry about? Work through it, do what you need to do. And then when I uh, work with my clients, like, okay, so we've felt the anger, it's there. You've kind of processed it. Now you wanna move up this scale. I kind of call it like a ladder. But going from angry, to joyful and and gratitude and freedom and love like that is such a far gap that your conscious mind is going to be like well how do i do that and it's going to be <laughs> what i say is like if you're at the bottom of the ladder physically and you jump up to the top of a physical ladder you're going to hurt yourself and you're going to slap your face on every rung on the way back down so rather than trying to jump from anger to just pure joy just finding something a few notches up on this ladder that feel like a little bit of release and you can kind of let the emotion fall off you as you move through that. So like from anger, you can move up to something like disappointment. And from disappointment, you can move up to something like boredom. And every time that you move up and kind of say like, okay, circumstances haven't changed, but this is the new emotion that I'm aligning myself with. It feels like a little bit of release. It feels like you have more ownership. It doesn't feel like you're being attacked in any way. And slowly but surely, rung by rung by rung, you can make your way back up to where you want to be, which is enthusiasm, passion, joy, and so on. Not in the way that you're trying to escape where you were, but knowing that your reality is created through powerful thought, powerful emotion, and then taking powerful action from that. You want to be in a state that is a powerful emotion and obviously anger and revenge and hatred and rage, these things that are at the bottom of the list, they're not going to create the most amazing and beautiful and blissful reality. So you have to feel them and process them. But as you kind of make your way back up and do so consciously, you can get back up to the emotions that are going to create something really fantastic for yourself. So like I said, I'll put this in the, the, the links, the show notes, the stuff, yeah. and you guys can use it and obviously shoot me questions if you need to. But um, I just enjoy using something like this because you can see all of the emotions that you probably would experience. 
they've got 22 of them here. You can kind of throw your own version of these words in there if you need to. And then you can just call it where it is and know that you are going to be here and feel it. And then as you're ready to move up this ladder and get back to where you can create from a powerful place of emotion, you can start to look at how can I go a rung or two up rather than trying to switch off anger and jump right into love. Like it, it feels yeah. like too much and your conscious mind is going to run away from that process. So if you can just go up a piece at a time, you can kind of get back to where you uh, enjoy being in a, in a blissful state. So that's my tangible taco takeaway, Julian. Wait, this ease? What? <laughs> when, when that person did that, how proud of themselves do you think they were? They're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> this is going to throw them for a loop, man. I, I love shit like that. But yeah, like Nick was saying, like, we're not saying feel anxiety and magically it's going to turn into a kiss from a unicorn, love joy. Mm. But yeah, you're allowing it to ascend and transmute into something different, right? So you climb the ladder from, uh, you climb the ladder from, Fear to anger, anger to pride, okay, pride to courage, courage to forgiveness, right? Like these things, yep. like it's kind of like water trickling down a mountain. It's going to like find the, find the path of least resistance to where it ultimately wants it to go. So, wow, a lot of good stuff in this episode. This, this is definitely a double listen. This is, uh, this is definitely a double listen. So, yeah, next time. Yeah, double, double listen to it. Double listen. Crank it up. Uh, you know, if you're at the gym hijack the stereo system and plug this in let everyone mm-hmm. hear it if you are at golden corral ask the manager to plug this in to the stereo system yeah. so that you know they can see it they can hear it they can hear the product plug it's gonna be solid but um yeah a lot mm-hmm. of like super deep shit here like we like to joke about it but there's a lot of deep stuff here that we truly want to see you implement because like i said a lot of the suffering we go through is purely optional so uh if you have questions about this find us on the instagrams and tag us direct message us like we're happy to help you out we're pretty cool Mm -hmm. dudes Um, i like to think so yeah yeah uh you know me julian underscore fearless life you know nick nick underscore moving past mediocre find us message us tag us leave us a review subscribe it takes not that much time but makes us super duper happy so we can keep making these episodes uh because if not we're gonna go on a strike we will go on a strike that's right it's an ultimatum leave us a damn (laughs) review yeah and then you'll experience a lot of Disease. God, oh. God damn it, Nick. God. Sorry. Sorry. I was trying to do like a comedy act where you loop it back to the funny sure. thing, but it fell yeah. flat. It Whatever, did. folks. So mm. uh, I've had a blast talking to you today. I've had a blast talking to Nick today. Um, they hang off my lady's chest. That is what <laughs> yeah. I will leave. That's what I'll leave you with. How about that? I'll leave you with that. Nick, any closing remarks before we ring the bell? Dis. Ring it, please ring it, please ring it. What?